What's up, guys? It's your boy Dylan at Thunder Chess, and I'm here with a word from our sponsors, Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Just head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that is BLE50 in all capital letters, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Topic Fandom Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Huntzinger, at Thunder Chats. Do I usually say at the beginning of Topic Fandom? It's okay. We're already here. That's what we're doing. You guys know what it is. This is your one-stop shop. It's late at night. It's late fandom. on a Friday night. <laughs> Dylan just woke up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I set my alarm to be here. Um, as you can see, I'm not by myself. I'm joined by the one, the only, Alex Roig, who uh, – who is here? He has taken leave from his seven soulmates. Alex, how are you doing, sir? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, and then uh, it's just us. Chelsea, Chelsea crashed like three hours ago. Um, you know, she she couldn't hang, so it's all right. We're hey, we're, we're gonna keep it out here. Sometimes mama bears need some sleep. So. A- absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, man, let's let's dive into this episode. So, um, first off. There was, there was some connectivity in this episode. Like we was talking about before the podcast, there wasn't like a lot of meat in it, but there was some connective things. And you know, the first big thing, obviously, is uh, is Wong. And how how did you feel about how they incorporate how they incorporated Wong into this story? No, I mean, so he needed to be incorporated into the story because, of course, you know, in the last episode. The you know the post credit scene or the mid credit scene mm-hmm. was literally you know the the fight in Chung Chi where, where Wong and, and Abomination are fighting in the in the uh, the club fight scene. Um, so yeah, he definitely had to be there. He had, he definitely had to play a role in kind of explaining why Abomination got to escape and then went back to his cell. And I thought they did a good job of. I thought they did a good job of like little bit of like story slash intro story to Wong that we've never had mm-hmm. you know, as far as like his LinkedIn page that was hilarious yes. um, <laughs> and then just you know him like so the part where he comes in during the parole hearing and he said you know he was busy I wonder what he was talking about like I wonder if that's going to be something that's touched on again because he comes in late and he says that he was very busy and time just kind of escaped from him. Yeah. And I wonder if that was intentional. I wonder if that means anything. Um, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed Wong in this episode. Uh, I, I thought he was hilarious. I thought he came in with his, his kind of like, um, he has a very dry sense of humor because he's very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but at the same time, he's, you know, he's, he's a people person. Um, but but yeah, I thought it was hilarious, man. I thought it was great. 
Yeah, man. Wong chews up everything he's in. It cracks me up. <laughs> he does. Um, uh, the, like, you know, you was talking about the LinkedIn page, but whenever they was trying to get a hold of Wong, um, her her assistant, or not her assistant, her paralegal, her name's escaping me. I, I feel like it's Christina. I, that could be wrong. It, yeah, it is. I think it's it Christina. Okay, yeah. Um, she was like... <laughs> Um, she's like, okay, I need to get a hold of him, and she's like, I'm way ahead of it. I'm, I'm already done it. She's like, what'd you do? She's like, I sent a, I sent him a thirst trap, obviously, and with books, <laughs> with books. Like, I, <laughs> I lost my stuff, bro, because obviously it said, you know, he's either uh, whenever she was talking about the LinkedIn page, it was like he's either a librarian in, uh, in Nepal, or he's the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> And and then she said, "I sent a thirst trap. It was just me holding books. I <laughs> lost my crap." And then the payoff at the end. I don't know if you paid attention, like when the credits were going on, like you know when they're doing like the courtroom sketch of character. Uh-huh. It actually has Christina holding the books, taking a selfie. <laughs> and, I and I mean, her. hey, he showed up. So apparently, it worked. Yeah, yeah. I I love how he just. He sling rings into Holloway's office and he's like, Mrs. Walters, I'm sorry to keep you waiting. And everybody's just okay with what's happening. They're like, oh, it's it's long, of course. Like this makes sense. Superhero division. I mean it's, it's I'm pretty weird. sure I'm pretty sure that's not the wildest thing I've ever seen in the, you know, in, in the course of the show. So Yep. No, that's fair. I love I loved on his LinkedIn that he worked at Target for eight years or for nine years in Nepal. Oh, that is I didn't awesome. know I didn't know Target had that kind of reach. Stupid things beeping again, man. I'm sorry. Um all right, I'm gonna ask you this and you can kind of riff off this while while I fix this. Um talk about a meal, man. You know, we had the you, you had the theory that the seven souls soulmates yeah. was gonna end up being the Thunderbolts. And like I loved that theory, like that made so much sense. Um, but he actually had seven soulmates who had legitimate names. Mm-hmm. He knew all their names. When he said, he said, they're my better eight. Better eight. <laughs> I, I lost like, it on that part. I love that part. Because it's not my better half. Because that's, you know, that's whenever you had just, it's you and another person. Uh-huh. No, it's him and seven other people. So they're my better eight. Yeah, no, so I mean, you know, obviously, like, it, it could still be a red herring. Like, at the end of the day, they need mm-hmm. him on parole for something. And, you know, even though, at, you know, spoiler alert at the end, but I really need to start each episode with a spoiler alert. But it's like my man Van Lathan says on Ringerverse, <laughs> like, you're listening to a reaction podcast. Exactly. are going to be coming. But, um, you know, at the end of the case, it's like, yeah, like, we'll let him go on parole. But, he is prohibited from ever being abomination and he has to wear like an inhibitor collar an device inhibitor. or something like that. So, uh, yeah, man, just, just talk about, uh, how you felt about Tim Ross performance while I go fix this. I thought Tim Ross performance was, it was amazing. Like he, the, him as abomination, him, um, taking that role and, you know, doing what, what he did, I thought it was awesome. I thought he kind of gave off Charles Manson-like vibes a little bit with his soulmates. Um, and so I was a little bit worried that that was going to kind of trip up his his parole hearing. 
Um, but outside of that, man, I think he played the part well as far as him saying that he's re- you know rehabilitated, that he's you know he's practicing all this all this yoga stuff, all this tantric stuff. And I thought, I mean, hell, I bought it. I bought everything that he said as far as his rehabilitation and his, you know, doing yoga and his learning a lot like Bruce Banner did with Hulk, learning how to coexist with his alter self, with his alter ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, you know, he went ahead and proved it whenever he turned into abomination real quick. And he was still like, look, I'm still in control. Um, although a little bit weird showed him like full frontal and i didn't know if he like had draws on or like <laughs> i was a little bit worried for disney i was like yo kids watching i was like i guess i guess he had spandex or draws or whatever um but yeah you know i, I just thought he did a great job of kind of you know selling the character selling you know the the bit of him being re- rehabilitated and it's you know it's freaking it's tim roth like he, he does great at those roles I man, he he chewed up that like that whole scene, like the whole courtroom scene. Like he was just he was eating, man. And yeah, yeah, I I really loved how <laughs> it was like. How do we know that when he gets out, like when he becomes abomination, he won't just be his murderous self? He's like, oh, let me let me alleviate that concern <laughs> for you. Just so calmly takes off his cross. <laughs> Yeah, and proceeds to transform despite everybody like telling him no. He's like, no, it's no problem. I got it. I got it. And then like once he, once he powers down, he's like, okay, okay, fine, calm down. Like he's, he's like, I'm just showing you. I'm in control. Like I don't. And I love, I love that she that that you know Jennifer Walters she hog that she was freaking out when he did that. Like she was like, there goes my case. You know, there goes my chance at. At you know getting parole for him because he went ahead and turned into abomination and now there goes my entire case right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like a true pro, like at the last second, like when she felt like everything was unraveling, she she turned it around and like really like made a winning case uh, mm-hmm. for a case. So yeah, it, it was awesome, man. I, I really enjoyed that whole hearing. I guess it wasn't really a court because it was very like. Yeah, it was like formally informal, like basically inside yeah. the prison cell. But yeah, it, so it let me cool. let me ask you this. So I, I'm I'm wondering whether because I know I, like the end game in all of this is going to be, you know, Blonsky, aka Abomination, being part of the Thunderbolt mm-hmm. or, or the Dark Avengers, you know, whatever you want to call them. Um, I wonder if Wong has a bit in that. I wonder if he has a, you know, a purpose in trying to get him out to maybe be like the like the glue or the linchpin for this group. Because um, it just, you know, I, I I don't think he was being completely honest whenever yes. he was telling the parole board, hey, you know, I brought, you know, I took him out and he's the one that said, hey, I'm going to go back into my cell. I don't think he's being completely honest. And I don't think that Blonsky's being completely honest either. I think he's playing a great, you know, he's, he's, he's playing a part in order to get, you know, for a purpose. So I just wonder what the, what the payoff is going to be for, you know, for Wong doing all this to try to get Blonsky out. I wonder if him and um, what's her name? Um, Val and yeah. you know 
Thunderbolt Ross, rest in peace, but I'm pretty sure they're going to recast him. I wonder, you know, I wonder if they're all trying to work together for some reason. You know, the Dark Avengers, a lot like the Suicide Squad, is a group of pretty much anti-heroes that do the stuff that you don't really want the heroes doing, the superheroes doing. And so I wonder if there's a threat coming that they want these guys to take care of instead of, you know, guys like Thor, guys like Doctor Strange, you know, people like that. So I just wonder what the payoff is going to be. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's all fair, man. And, you know, Wong was straight capping. Like, when he said, <laughs> I had to fight this guy to prove that I'm worthy. I had to find yeah. a worthy opponent to show that I'm worthy to be Sorcerer Supreme. My dude, uh, Stephen Strange fought Dormammu. <laughs> like, you're, fight, you're fighting an overgrown fish monster. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Like, like you, you're literally, like, you can intersect dimensions. Like, I'm pretty sure you can grab a monster out of anywhere. And fight him in a cage if you wanted to. Like you didn't have yeah. to get abomination. Yeah, taking <laughs> taking a guy that hasn't transformed into abomination in years out of his prison. Yeah, causing all this hullabaloo. I just said hullabaloo. I'm thir- I'm what? I'm so old. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, th- there's a million other like characters that you could fight that are stronger than abomination. It would make it more worthy. So yeah, I I'm calling a cap on that. I will say, <laughs> you know, I mean, th- this isn't like new information. If you've seen any episode breakdown or anything like that from last week, you will notice that in Shang Chi, whenever Wong sling rings out of the arena, um he brings abomination back to what looks like that very same prison cell. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, th- there is connective tissue there, but yeah, I, I don't know that they will recast Thunderbolt. I think that, you know, it, it's entirely possible, obviously, um, you know, Marvel has shown the willingness to recast certain roles, you know, roadies being a big one, um, Bruce Banner, I mean, no, Banner. A big one. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, but I mean, really, those were like in like the grassroots uh, stages of the MCU, and you haven't really seen it happen too much here lately. Uh, I guess, I guess you could say Fandral from the Thor series. Uh, he was, mm-hmm. I think, he was Zachary Levi at first, and then Zachary Levi went on to be Shazam, and they brought in the dude from Once Upon a Time to play him, and then die. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's that's. that's- that's deep, man. That's deep. Uh, deep research right there. Good job. Nah, I, that, that's just that's just really just remembering because we <laughs> we were super deep in Once Upon a Time for a while, and then it hit like season ten or whatever, and it's like, all right, I'm I'm kind of getting over this. <laughs> but but no, I mean, I I, I think I you know, and then of course everything that happened with Chadwick Boseman, which you know, like an entirely different thing because like T'Challa is like such yeah. a quintessential character in the MCU, but. I don't know. I wonder if they will recast them or if they'll try to, you know, let the character also, you know, be passed Die. away. And, you know, at the end of the movie, the middle of the movie, like maybe he plays the Coulson role and like that's what re like unites the group and that's they take on the name the Thunderbolts. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's it, it could be anything. Um, I just don't, I don't think that William Hurt has had the kind of. I guess connection with the MCU fans that somebody like Chadwick Boseman, yeah, of course, not. you know, had. Of course, so not. I'm pretty sure, like somebody like that, they can probably recast it. And there are a couple actors in Hollywood that look a lot like 
you know, William Hurt. So they can go ahead and kind of just take that, you know, let's get somebody that looks like him and roll with it. Yeah, no, I got you, man. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of covered the whole She-Hulk story because as she's so uh, plainly noted in the fourth wall breaking, uh, st- uh, what was it? She said uh, story A meets story B. Or story B, like yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about story B a little bit. And, you know, we kind of touched on it whenever Wong first uh, sling ringed into uh, Halloway's office, but She-Hulk is... I keep calling her She-Hulk. Jennifer is brought into Callaway's office to uh, kind of consult on a case that Pug is working on. And we got to see Pug getting his bag a little bit. So yeah, I, did, I, I really man. love what I saw from Pug. But her old uh, colleague, Dennis, the, the Dennis guy that Bukowski. famously said, there's a female over there and I'm going to go talk to it in uh, in episode one or episode two. After yeah. uh, you know, and they're like at little, the bar. Yeah, at the bar. Yeah, that that guy. <laughs> um, he showed up and was conned by an Asgardian. So she's a shape shifting elf from New Asgard. Oh yeah, she's yeah, New Asgard. She's a she's a light elf. She's a light. And you know how you had the dark elves, which you know Loki was a dark elf. She's a light elf. And Malekith and all of his elves and everything. Yeah. So yeah. I got you. Um, yeah. Runa. Runa. Runa was interesting. Um, yeah, kind of talk about uh, Runa and the shape-shifting elf and, uh, you know, what you thought about that while I once again go reset the stupid heater that keeps beeping. <laughs> no, I thought, I thought Runa was – I thought it was comedic relief. You know, this is, this is supposed to be a comedy, you know, and so – you can't be too serious too much, you know, in, in a comedy. So I thought she did a great job of, of providing comedic relief. I thought, you know, her being able to shape shift, shape shift basically into anything, you know, was a great vehicle to bring, you know, a lot more comedy into the episode. Um, her, you know, shape shifting into Pug as she walks out the office and basically starts to almost sexually, you know, sexually harass almost every lady in the in the office. And then him coming out of the office and just being like, yo, tell me. Like, I wouldn't do this. I, I, you know, I thought that was great. Um, you know, her taking on the role of taking on the role of Bukowski, of Dennis, and trying to get the case dropped. Um, I, I thought that was great, too. And then, you know, I thought the dumb one was her, you know, taking the role or, you know, shape-shifting into the judge and kind of just like, you know, trying to get the, the case thrown out from there. Uh, I thought it, I thought it got a little bit old up to that point. Um, but I thought Runo I thought Runo was funny. I thought it was I thought it was good, man. And it's, and it's another connection point where you bring new Asgard into you know into this into the story that further helps to connect you know everything from phase four with this show. Yeah, I loved how um, the very first thing they said in the hearing was, you know, diplomatic immunity. It's like, this like, this nope. is not new Asgard. <laughs> She's like, but Asgard is a people, not a place. And he's like, Thor's self-righteous speeches do not work here. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of that was fun. Um, yeah, man, that, that, was, uh, that was a lot of fun. The whole, um, you know, I, I actually kind of 
looked into like you know the whole Megan Thee Stallion why they chose her because like it was really random. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. the actress that played Titania, um, is it Jamila Jalil? Is that her name? Jalil, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, she had previously worked with Megan Thee Stallion on another project, I think, on HBO Max. The the name of the show is escaping me, but apparently, like you know, the writers and the showrunners, like they knew that it had to be this female, like big celebrity, that mm-hmm. you know, obviously Dennis could be conned into thinking that he was dating. And they had like a million ideas, and then um, I think Jamila brought up Megan the Stallion, and ironically enough, Tatiana Maslany is like apparently like the biggest Megan the Stallion stands. So oh, like, I mean, Jack, I, I could kind of <laughs> tell as far as that final scene. I Megan the Stallion, I will kill for you. <laughs> well, like, honey, chill out. Like, bro, you six foot seven and have super strength. Maybe don't go around <laughs> saying that. Um, but yeah, so that that's kind of how it all came together. And uh I don't know, it, it was it was kind of weird. Like, you know, there was definitely a little bit of corny exposition, like the Megan Thee Stallion, like Grammy award-winning <laughs> superstar Megan Thee Stallion. It's like, okay, okay, I th- I think you can just there's not a lot of people named Megan the Stallion out there. You don't got to remind us who she is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, it was an in- interesting wrinkle into the show. Um, it, it definitely, you know, there was some fun to be had at, at the end of it. But um, I don't know. How did you feel about it being Megan the Stallion? I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't care, man. I, was, it's, I don't give a frick. I don't, I don't care, man. It's like, uh, you know, incorporating pop culture into into the show, like I, and w- what's funny is that the show was filmed. This show was filmed like a while back, wasn't it? And I, I don't necessarily think that, or it might have been filmed recently. I don't know, but you know, just I don't know if this was a reshoot. I don't know if this was, you know, kind of something that came secondhand. But you know, I thought it was great. I thought I thought it was good to to have Megan V Stallion on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh they apparently didn't tell Tatiana that she was gonna be doing that dance scene with her until like two days before they shot it. Oh yeah, they knew that she wouldn't be able to like keep her composure and keep her focus for like the other days <laughs> on the set. So, but you yeah. know what? I I do want to say something about that because on this episode, whenever you know, whenever they're talking about She Hulk and they show like the, it gets very meta. Whenever they're showing like the YouTube comments and they're showing like, oh, mm-hmm. another female superhero, or you know, why why do we need more female superheroes and whatever? But then that final scene where she's, you know, she twerks for two seconds and it's not even that graphic of a twerk, <laughs> you know, and she's twerking as a Hulk. Like, who the hell's getting off on her as a Hulk? But regardless of that, you know, the amount of backlash that came out of that just because you know, she was twerking a little bit, you know, that scene was like, oh my God, you know, hide the women and children. Like <laughs> people are ridiculous, man. People like, like these, like, and, and sadly it's a bunch of probably dudes that, you know, their, their manhood is threatened or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, like that's, that, that gets on my nerves, man. Yeah, no, I feel that, man. Yeah. That's, that's wild. I didn't even know there was backlash behind it. Every, there everything was, I've man. seen. I, I will say I was a little upset because I saw a lot of like 
I don't want to say like media members, but like, you know, bigger like superhero accounts and stuff like that. Um, tweeting out saying like, you know, leading up to this episode, like the post credit scene for this week, She-Hulk is going to break the internet. And I should have thought about what that meant. Like what they were yeah. uh, leading to in that, but I thought it was just going to be like some like cataclysmic Marvel connecting event. But no, it, it's just She Hulk. I mean, we we've <laughs> literally we've seen we've literally seen Thor's ass. We've yeah. seen Hulk's ass when he was on Sakar, <laughs> and there's a running thing. You know, there, there's a running joke about Captain America's ass. Like mm-hmm. we've seen all these dudes' asses, and nobody has complained. And you know. She Hulk, Tatiana Maslany, Jennifer Walters. She goes and she twerks for two seconds. Everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, what is Disney Plus doing?" I get out of here with that, man. Yeah. Stupid. That's pretty wild, man. Uh, last thing I want to ask you before we get into the episode rating: uh, How'd you feel about old Pugs, man, in in his uh, in his performance to, in this episode? I think he showed his chops as a lawyer. I think he's not just gonna be like a uh, like a secondary character or like a, a a guy best friend for, you know, for Jennifer Walters. I, I think he's, he's going to, you know, he, he's going to be a part of the team, the lawyer team. And so, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the big case. I, I want to see what the big case is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed the, how he, how, you know, he and Jennifer like immediately, you know, like found common ground and, you know, ha- had a mm-hmm. connection and everything. And you know he. There, I mean, he's finding, just fi- finding finding the best bathroom to go poop in is common ground. Hey, absolutely. That's a that's a great way to get started in the relationship. But um, <laughs> for him to you know just like you know kind of be venting about the case, and then she's like, oh yeah, this that this that this that. And he's like, wait a minute, would you be willing to say that under oath? And like she <laughs> yeah, gets up there, you. like you know, obviously, I mean, it feels like. Uh, you know, she's Jennifer Walters is a confident person, but like during her time being She Hulk, like her give a f is gone because she gets up mm. on that stand and she just rips his man apart in front of everybody, and he's just sitting there super uncomfortable, fixing his tie, fidgeting with his water. Oh, uh, it, it was great, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, he knew he knew he couldn't. He knew he could. He tried to. He tried to uh, "I object, Your Honor" type thing. Yeah, and she was like, "Yo, you're, you're, you're not, you're not even pre- representing yourself. Like, chill." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you're not, yeah, rep- you're not representing yourself, and this is your witness. <laughs> exactly. Like, I thought that was good, and see, and those little things, like those little bits of of humor that are thrown into that, I think they do really well on the show. Yeah, I mean, universally, like. You know, like, like we kind of said, with like the episode length, kind of obscure character, very different. Like it's a departure from like the normal Marvel Disney Plus show, or even like Marvel Project in terms of like actual like superheroness, like crime fighting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But universally, it, it seems like there's a very positive reception to this show, and everybody's really enjoying it. Um, which brings me to my last point. Uh, and what I think is kind of a low point in this show, like in this episode, was what is supposed to be the Wrecking Crew. <laughs> yes, yeah. And, uh, that that scene just did not work for me. <laughs> it, so, 
I mean, it, it didn't based off of what you're supposed to know of the wrecking crew. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, it, and, it basically felt like a bunch of kids with, with toys. A <laughs> uh, bunch of bumbling idiots, basically. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I would have, you know what? I would have much rather you giving me the crew that was in homecoming, you know, with, is it, uh, not Makai Pfeiffer. Who's, who's the other guy? The, the Tinker. Uh, yeah, yeah, the guy with the glove. Oh, uh, Shocker. Shocker, yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather you would have given me, like, Shocker and then maybe even, you know, maybe even Michael Keaton's character and just giving me all, all those. And that, to me, that was the Wrecking Crew, not yeah. what we saw in this show. Yeah, that that, that would have been – I would have enjoyed that infinitely more than the Wrecking Crew because, you know, obviously she's like – she said, "Did you rob an Asgardian construction worker?" <laughs> uh, that was funny, and like, and she, I, I, th- I, I thought it was good that like she was getting like held from behind as Jennifer Walters, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Hold on," you know, and then she was like, "Okay, let me Hulk out," and then it was over after that. Yeah, she's like, she's just like growing, it's like get off of me, <laughs> yeah, and then like, bro, she threw one dude. Sh- straight up in the air and he came down and I'm like his oh face I know head. I was like no that guy's dead like he's not walking <laughs> away he's dead like didn't didn't she throw one and then she threw one against the wall mm-hmm I, I will say one of them had like you know the enchanted helmet um I think uh-huh. uh, I think he was supposed to be so um, no Thunderball was the one with like the ball and chain obviously yeah I their names kind of escaped me but yeah I that was it was a huge departure from what the thun- the wrecking crew is supposed to be. So I wonder yeah. if we see them again in this show because I, I believe when they were uh, when it was announced that like they did announce that the wrecking crew was going to be in the show. So I feel like maybe we see them again and they level up a bit. So I, I did ask this on on our Twitter page. I mean on our uh, on our Reddit page. I actually made a Reddit account for us. Oh snap! Um, yeah, but I asked it on there, and I and I asked them like who who they thought was the boss, because of course you know whenever these mm. the wrecking crew got their got their butts kicked, and then they went to the van, you know they were like you know what are we gonna tell the boss? Because the whole point of this was for them to go ahead, I, I think, to get some blood from She Hulk. Yeah, to use that blood for whatever, and so I asked on there, and so I got some pretty good responses so number one you know it could always be the dodc Mm -hmm. kind of been in the background of all these shows kind of doing things and doing a little bit of dirty stuff here and there so it could always be the dodc uh but then another one was the leader okay Um, you know from the original incredible hulk Mm -hmm. um where he's the guy that his head you know got all big whenever he what, what what happened to him? Did he encounter? Did he come in contact with some of the, some of the Hulk blood or some of the gamma I, radiation? I think so. I bro, it's been so yeah. long since I've seen that. Oh, I know, and, that, and, that, and that's always been a loose end. You know, him, him and him and Abomination have always been loose ends, and so we're starting to kind of fix the loose end that is Emil Blonsky slash Abomination, and so the leader was also out there, um, and so. You know, they were suggesting that, hey, the boss could be the leader. And it makes sense because he was messing with Hulk's blood back in that movie. 
if he knows that there's another Hulk, because of course she's been out in the news. So if he knows that there's another Hulk, maybe he's trying to get her blood to go do the experiments that he wanted to do. So I just thought it was very interesting as far as who the boss was. Yeah, no, that's definitely possible. Um, another possibility that I just kind of thought about um, would be maybe the power broker, old Sharon Carter, actually. Yeah, old Sharon Carter, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sharon but, Carter, Val, maybe maybe they want to create some super soldiers. Yeah, yeah, that's that's entirely possible. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I I would be lying if I said Sharon Carter was one of my favorite characters in the MCU, but I think it would be cool to see her in this. Just to you know, just more connection. Like I yeah. I I really appreciate how how like this show might be the most MCU connected show that we've gotten Disney plus so far. Um, you know, with the exception of Loki, of course, but yeah, I've, I, I've really, I've really enjoyed the ride. Like in, uh, you know, the fourth wall breaks, like I'm, I'm starting to get used to them. I, thought, I, I have to I rewind they were, the show Chelsea. I thought they were great. I thought they were great this episode. I thought they did a great job of, you know, the whole car scene, whenever she takes her hands off the mm-hmm. wheel and it's still going. Like, I love that, and I love the fact that she was like, you know, I don't want to say this show is about cameos, but first episode, Bruce, second episode, you know, Abomination, third episode, Wong, like, it was just kind of funny. It was just kind of, you know, it was kind of uh, ironic, in a sense. Yeah, she's like, this is not a show where there's a cameo every week, except for Bruce <laughs> and Emil and Wong. And Wong. Just remember who the title character is, okay? <laughs> Remember who this show is about. Yeah, no, I I really enjoy the fourth wall breaking, and it gets me excited for uh, seeing Deadpool in the MCU. Man, finally, it's it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Um, but hey, let's get to our rating here, man. So you know, every week we do a rating for any show we review. We got the two thumbs down, one thumb down. We got the mid. We got the one thumb up, two thumb up. Uh, get us started, man. What's your rating for this episode? You know, as much as I liked it. Give it a mid. I thought this mm-hmm. was a, I thought this was a stepping stone episode. I think this was an episode that, you know, they wanted to go ahead and do in order to set up future, you know, stories of the future as far as future episodes. Um, and so, you know, these episodes are good, but on their own compared to the first two, it was a little bit mid. You know, it's a little bit mid. So, I'm gonna give it a, uh, I'm gonna give it a pound. I'm gonna give it a, a halfway. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Um, as we started talking about it, I think I realized I enjoyed the episode more than I thought I did on initial view. On initial viewing, I mean, it was still funny. Like I probably laughed more in this episode than I have the entire series. Um, obviously, still enjoyable. It was fun getting to see characters like, you know, uh, Pug eat, uh, Emil eat, Wong eat. Like like characters like really chewed up the scenes they were in. And Tatiana Maslany, like she is killing this role. Like she's she she's she's nailing it. Like she's taking it as her own 100. percent um, But you know, just like I said at the beginning of the episode, there wasn't a lot of meat on the bone. Like you know, it kind of left me wanting more. Like the connected stuff is cool. Um, I enjoyed you know the two different stories, but you know, I, I don't know. I I feel like it definitely moved the story forward with you know getting a meal on parole and like winning the case and stuff but you know also kind of feels like it didn't move it forward enough i guess but yeah yeah that that's not to say that we didn't like it we was uh 
to, to use a term that I've been using a lot today, I was very gruntled with this episode. Which, <laughs> not disgruntled, not yeah, disgruntled. It, yes, I was gruntled with the episode. I, I enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, I if if we was doing half ratings, I would have like I would have like a diagonal thumbs up. Like I'm not quite there to the thumbs up, but not you have a, not 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 a ninety degree angle. You have a forty five degree angle. Yes, yes. Let's bring math into it. That's that's <laughs> how we do it. So, yeah, man. Uh, hey. I, I, I do want to give one little one little tidbit in this episode. Okay. So one of the uh, I forgot it was I don't know if it was a lawyer or something like that. Whenever they were reporting on She Hulk, and like they were doing the whole all the YouTube comments or, or anything, um, there was a I don't know if it was a lawyer, a legal expert, something like that. His last name was Wilson. In the comics, that is Sam Wilson's brother. Ah. Yeah, just a little tidbit. So uh, the, the guy's last name, and, and he's black. So the guy's last name was Wilson. And so in the comic books, that lawyer is supposed to be Sam Wilson's brother. Okay. Alex, man, is just snatching all these Easter eggs up. So shout out to you on that. I, I did forget to mention one more really funny scene and like relevant scene, you know, whenever she goes on the news station for her kind of like her interview to clear her name. And, uh, you know, <laughs> versus like, how did you become, how did you choose the name She-Hulk? She's like, yeah, well, first of all, I didn't. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of stuck. And then he was like, when we get back, we learn about She-Hulk's <laughs> diet, diet tips and, uh, and hobbies or something. Workout plans, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. She goes, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it was just great. I, I, I'm enjoying the series. Uh, you know, yeah. like early MCU rank, ranking, I probably have this number three, um, you know, for, for my ranking, uh, Loki's still number one and I really enjoyed Hawkeye. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really? right. It's right there behind Hawkeye now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's just my ranking. I know everybody else has WandaVision up super high. I stand by that while WandaVision had some highs and obviously it was connected to the MCU. I think a lot of, the love around one division was just the hype of the MCU being back. And I stand by that. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. But definitely Loki's number one. Yeah, absolutely. Loki's like far and away. And you know, there's a reason Loki's getting a season two. <laughs> like all these other yeah. ones aren't. So uh yeah. Yeah. But hey, uh D twenty three next week. We'll definitely have a preview Yay. pod coming up for that. We got mm-hmm. House of the Dragon episode three coming out Sunday. So Lots of fun stuff coming your way on this feed. Um, so definitely, uh, you know, subscribe if you guys have not already. Uh, give us a five-star rating, positive review. Let us know uh, what you like, maybe maybe what you don't like, what we can improve on. You know, we're still kind of new with this, trying to find our rhythm and everything. So, uh, you know, we're, we're open to anything. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at topic underscore fandom. Uh, and then what's our what's our Reddit, man? Where can they find us on Reddit? Uh, is Reddit at? Did we say at? So it would be at topic uh topic fandom but i don't do i have an underscore on there no i do uh you know what great podcasting let me go check and see real quick check. listen I, I had to leave you like 12 times to freaking fix the heater by the way what it was is i had the cord all twisted so the water oh. can like get to the heater yeah like get to the heater so it was like hey so it's cord moron it's uh, so I get this you un, you know you backslash 
Topic mm-hmm. underscore fandom. Topic underscore fandom. There is an underscore people. So yeah, find us on Reddit. I'm gonna have to go find us on Reddit yeah. after this. So. Yeah, man. Like our like our boy Cone put the underscore in there. Yeah, shout out Cone. Shout out Connor. Also a big Marvel fan. We'll have to have Cone on at some point. Hey, one of these days. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, we uh we got you know like I said we got some stuff cooking. There's a lot of stuff to be talking about. Uh, we have a guest lined up. Yeah. Come on. Very excited for that. So, uh, yeah, keep it here, man. You know this is uh the only way to go is up, and we intend to keep keep going, keep growing. So, uh, yeah, keep it here. Very excited. Uh, on behalf Thanks, of myself, Scott. Alex, and Chelsea, who's asleep in the next room over. Hope you guys have a great night. And uh, until next time, Alex is going to say what I don't want him to say. Nerd up, baby. Nerd up.